Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello everybody. This is Janice Malone, host of Film Festival Radio Show. And it is time for another one of our interviews that we have so much fun bringing to you. Thank you for all the feedback that we receive about these interviews. In our coverage for this year's Slam Dance Film Festival as well as the Sundance Film Festival, we are presenting to you some of the filmmakers that will be uh, appearing and have movies uh, screening at both film festivals. There's so many talented filmmakers out there. I wish we could bring you all of them. But let's start with uh, this one. Uh, this new documentary is titled Susan Feniger Forked. Yeah, short title Forked, as in Fork, Fork, <laughs> you know. And the director is Emmy Award winning director Liz Lockman. This film will be headed to Sundance uh, for the Food Lab at Food Lab on January 20th. By invitation only, I understand the tickets have already sold out. But prior to landing at Sundance, the film premiered at the 2024 Palm Springs International Film Festival last week, and it was a major hit there as well. So what is Forked all about? Well, it again, it's a documentary that chronicles the journey of celebrity chef Susan Feniger. Remember Susan from all of the appearances and television shows that she did for the Food Network. She was one of the original Hot Tamales uh, chefs on those popular shows. She's been on Iron Chef and just a so many, Master Chef as well, just so many shows here, as well as being a restaurant owner, uh, which is a part of what this documentary is all about. Well, the film captures Susan's passionate struggle to bring global street food together in a restaurant that she opened in Los Angeles. Now, this film was shot all over the world as uh, we will find out soon from Liz, and she'll be telling us all about the different countries and the different places where they shot the film. And just, you know, the challenges of doing the film and having a restaurant there. So it's a lot. It's a good film. It makes you kind of hungry because, as we all know, Susan is such a fine chef there. So anyway, uh, Susan Finninger. Forked is the title of the documentary, and if you're at Sundance or headed your way, it will be screened at Food Lab on January 20th, and I'm sure it will be coming to some television network very soon, but you will love it, especially if you're a foodie like me. So without any further delay, let's bring on my chat with Emmy Award-winning director Liz Lockman of Susan Vinegar Forked. So let's take a listen. Let's roll it. I have my next guest on board, and this is a real pleasure to chat with her. She is an Emmy Award-winning director, filmmaker. Her name is Liz Lockman, and she has a new film titled Susan Finnegar Forked that is already making a great name for itself. It just had a great screening a few days ago at the 2024 Palm Springs International Film Festival, and I understand it was a big event afterwards. So anyway, we will just let Liz tell us all about that. So Liz, thank you for joining me on the show. 
Thank you for having me, Janice. This is great. Okay. Now, as I said, uh, you you ladies had an amazing turnout and reception at Palm Springs International Film Festival. So tell us about the post-event that happened. So the, um, okay, so the film is about my life partner, Chef Susan Feniger. And um, because she is a chef and because she just a month ago opened a new restaurant in Palm Springs, what we did is we co uh, combined them and made dinner and a movie. Okay. So the event after the screening of the film was the dinner that was inspired by the places that Susan and I visited uh, in, in the making of the film, which included Vietnam and Singapore and Shanghai for street food tasting, because the restaurant that she was creating as part of the film, which is not this restaurant in Palm Springs called Alice B., but the restaurant for the film called Street was all about global street food. So we were taste testing, and I was filming as part of the film. Okay. And so as we all know, uh, especially people like me who are foodies, uh, Susan is uh, one of the superstars, actually, of the Food Network from MasterChef and so many other great shows. So give us some, uh, for people who, who are not foodies, and we're going to make them foodies after this. Uh, so tell us a little bit more about Susan. She's had so many accolades, but just give us a, a little summary. Well, let me preface by saying I also am not a foodie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interestingly enough, so I have no idea how Susan puts up with me, but <laughs> I am I am funny, so that does help. It goes a long way. Um, so let's see. Susan started with Mary Sue Milliken, her longtime chef partner, who are still in business together, and they were the two hot tamales on the beginning of the Food Network. And uh, there wasn't a whole lot of programming in the, in the beginning of the Food Network. So they were on like four or six times a day. It was crazy. Three in the morning. I mean, they had a very broad audience. You can imagine, mm -hmm. you know, bartenders, firemen, you know, yeah. people who were stay-at-home moms. They had a whole, they ran the gamut of fans. And they did, I think, 400 shows on Food Network. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it, it was But they also were there, like, they would literally do six shows a day. It, they didn't edit back then. They just slapped it together, and there it went. So um, it was crazy time and um, wild west, as they say. But um, but then, you know, she uh, and Mary Sue have a number of restaurants. Border Grill was one of their restaurants, um, which was based on Mexican street food. And also um, City Cafe was what kind of where they made their claim to fame. Okay. And that was Los Angeles. So, okay, how did all of this come about, the inspiration to do Fort, the short name, of course, for the film. So how did this all start? Well, when Susan, Susan decided she wanted to do her own restaurant, separate from Mary Sue, for the first time ever. But in order to do that, she couldn't really fairly use their staff and their kitchens for recipe testing since it was just for her alone. So everything had to be done out of our home. So our home turned into one huge recipe tester. And um, so that was a little uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> our living room was like six-foot tables full of food stuff, which, of course, since I'm not a foodie, I was just like, what? However, <laughs> I thought, well, wait a minute. This is an interesting story because she's the top of her field, and now she has to start over out of her house like any new person who's trying to make a restaurant. And I thought that's an interesting story. Someone should record it. 
I didn't mean me. Uh-huh. That's what happened. <laughs> I was there. You were there. Now, as, as you mentioned earlier, this turned into one big adventure. You mentioned Vietnam. And where else did you ladies go to shoot this? Well, we went to Shanghai, mm-hmm. and we went to Singapore. Oh, Singapore, okay. Right, and we went to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kidding, sit there. Um, uh, yeah, so so those were some, some trips that we took because she had never been to those places. And India is her, is her passion, um, but I did not, we did not take a trip there. She had just come back from there when when we, I started filming this, so I had not filmed there. Okay. Now, I understand that uh, there are, within the film, again, short title is Forked. Uh, I understand that there are some of the other Food Network superstar chefs are also a part of this, so tell us who they are. Well, these people that um, were so excited to be interviewed about Susan Feniger were Wolfgang Puck, who she's known for probably 40 years, um, Mary Sue Milliken, her business partner, um, Bobby Slay, who started at Food Network after Mary Sue and Susan and became good friends and supporters, um, Barbara Fairchild, who for 30 years was at Bon Appetit magazine and was a huge supporter of uh, city restaurants and city cafe, which was Susan and Mary Sue's first place. So they were all there in the beginning, and they have a lot to say. So it's great for context of who is Susan, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That's what I I wanted. I thought not everyone may know Susan or remember Susan, and so the first four minutes of the film is reintroducing or introducing Mm -hmm. Susan Feniger to anyone who doesn't know her, and we give them a a full tour, full, full, full tour of it. Will aspiring chefs who maybe are in culinary school or thinking about it, what would they get out of this film? They will get out of this film that tenacity is everything. (laughs) Yes. Things don't always go as planned. But, you know, that's not just aspiring chefs. That's that's life. Yes. That's everybody. And so that's why this film is not really a restaurant film or a food film. Susan kept asking me, Who's going to want to see a film about a restaurant? I said, Susan, that is not what this film's about. You go over there and you do your thing, and I'll do my thing, and just don't come over here and don't stick your nose into my business. So, <laughs> so she actually did not see the film until we showed it for the first time. For no, you're kidding. Yeah. Nope. Oh. She would come over. She, I was, I was editing with the editor was in London, so I was editing 4 a.m because of the, the editor's time, and um, we did it over Zoom, and the last week of editing, we flew to London to be in the room, because, you know, you really can't mm-hmm. do a movie on Zoom. However, um, Susan would wake up around 7, and she would bring me my coffee, <laughs> and then I would cover the screen and say, go away. <laughs> you know, so, she, doesn't, she doesn't know filmmaking, just like I don't know food. Well, see, that's... Looks like opposites attract, obviously. <laughs> Apparently, yep. So were you nervous then the first time? I know you two are, are, are lifelong partners, but were you nervous about her seeing the finished product? Not one bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> I really wasn't. I'll tell you why. Susan, when I had the camera, well, here's what I found out. Because I had the camera, Susan was doing all these things to make me laugh. So she was being crazy Susan like she is at home the way most people never get to see her. But 
it's my version of Susan Senegar that you're going to see in this film. And she's adorable, and she's hilarious. And, you know, she goes through all these trials and tribulations, and she tries to make the best of everything. And that is just so wonderful. And I wasn't worried at all about her seeing herself because she really comes off like a real hero. Well, now, is this the first time that the two of you have worked together on a project? Unless you consider remodeling the house. Oh. <laughs> that was a project. <laughs> I think I made her cry for <laughs> that one. Oh, no. Oh, no. That was a horrible. Poor little Susie Senegar. <laughs> oh, I said something like, you think that looks good? And she just started crying. I said, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> um, it is the first time we've worked on a project. Um I filmed her over the years for small little things, um, but this is really, this was a very long, year and a half long filming project, um, so it really was, although, you know, she wasn't really that involved. She was just doing, and then I stuck my camera in, and she didn't, you know, other than just talking to me or saying things to me to explain what was going on, she was just doing her thing, you know? So. So, where do you see Fork going the next level? Of course, you're on your way to Sundance. We want to mention that. And while I'm mentioning it, tell everybody when the Sundance screening will take place. Now, this is a, a it's called Food Tank. Oh, Food Tank, okay. Food Tank event, and it's a one-day event. It's uh, 10.30 in the morning on January 20th, which is the first weekend. It's Saturday morning. However, it is invitation only, so um, I... I think there might be sold out. I hate to even say that. Okay. But fingers crossed. Um, but that's if if someone goes on their website for food tank at Sundance, I think you might be able to finagle yourself onto the wait list. Okay. Uh, so that's our Sundance, January twentieth, and uh, hopefully we get picked up and we go to one of the streamers, um, one of the big streamers, so that um, I will be able to then continue making films. Um, I'm actually a narrative filmmaker and writer, and so for me, making this documentary was storytelling, yes, mm -hmm. but I have things I've written that I would like to, to uh, direct as well. So hopefully this will make a big splash so I can then make more of these. Absolutely. Well, as we all know, uh, Netflix is one of those streaming networks. They have a lot of great documentary films and series about food because I watch those too. So, so let's hope that Forked will land there very soon. Fingers crossed, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So now, um, where do you go as far as are there any more film festivals scheduled or you're just kind of waiting to see or what? We are waiting, um, and so I don't know, I don't think we have any more scheduled right away. Okay. So we are waiting to see what comes out of Palm Springs and what comes out. I do have a sales agent now, so that he's working on that. Okay. So that, um, you know, it's exhausting, Jim. Oh, believe me, <laughs> I know all about it. Tell me about it. Oh, my God. I mean, I've heard that. You know, the filmmaking process is one thing, and then after it's done is when, like, all mm -hmm. this work starts, and yeah. wow, they weren't kidding. They're not. <laughs> They're not. Well, we know that the restaurant Alice B is, is keeping Susan busy, and so, uh, well, probably actually both of you busy. So, okay, 
as far as you're concerned, I know you've mentioned uh, that what you'd like to do. So do you have uh, like a book or anything else coming up that you can tell us about next project or what? So funny you said a book. Uh-huh. I do. Um, I have a number. I have two act, two screenplays that um, I made one into a short film that did very well in festivals. So I'm planning that to be the, a feature film next. And I also have a feature screwball comedy that um, has done really well in uh, competitions. Oh. The script itself has done very well. So that's another thing I'm trying to fund right now. Um, and that that is. Um, I'm looking forward to that because I think that's going to be a real fun movie. Okay. Um, But I also have a book because when Susan and I travel, like when we went to Vietnam, Shanghai, Singapore, she's so happy and eating on the street, and I am so unhappy. Really? Yes. I just, I'm not a great traveler. I have to be honest. I don't love it. And um, even though I do like adventure, I don't love leaving home. It's horrible. So Susan's, you know, having the time of her life, tasting all these things. I'm, you know, hot. I'm sweating. I want to go back to the hotel even though there's no air conditioning. I don't care. I don't want to eat that thing over there because... It had flies on it you know, oh, 10 minutes no. ago. I don't know. I just, I don't like it. And so I don't want to tell Susan that because I'll ruin her time. So I started blogging about my discomforts. Mm-hmm. And Susan at the same time was writing home to her friends, emailing how great this trip was. And I'm blogging about how miserable I am. And so it's a comedy adventure uh, food book that is going to get published. Oh, that's going to be totally different. Yeah, well, yeah it's not your foodie book at all. Not what it's you like, think. It's like the anti-foodie book. Anti-foodie book, okay. Yeah. Well, so far, what's been, for you at least, what's been the most memorable food that you've tasted, sampled, or fully eaten? You mean you mean traveling? Or yeah, or and traveling. We're traveling. You know... We tasted something in Singapore that they call a, a Singapore hangover cure. Mm. And Susan served it at street. It was called Kaya Toast. It's a coconut jam with a pandan leaf infusion. Um, one side, a very thick one-sided toast. And then this thick jam with sort of pads of butter. And you take the whole thing, you, you pop a, a open, a sunny side up egg with this little sandwich, mm-hmm. and then you dip it into dark soy sauce. Dark soy sauce is kind of sweet almost. And you taste this thing, I'm telling you. So many people said, I've never tasted anything like this before. It's kind of like drugs. It's so good. Oh my goodness, it just sounds so healthy. Healthy, good. <laughs> Get pads of butter all over it. Yeah, that healthy. But, ooh, that sounds really good. I don't blame you. It's, I, it's so good. And I, and then I'm a non-foodie that I just described that. Mm-hmm. How do you like that? <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. Well, in the meantime, uh, I know you have to go because you've got another big event to attend. So tell everybody, website, social media handles, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Website is Forked the Film. And uh, Susan Feniger and Liz Lockman can each be found on Instagram under their own names. Okay. And and um, we do uh, some cooking at home videos for people because um, 
I'm as a non-cook and non-you know food person. I know there are a lot of people who love Susan and love watching cooking and don't know all the ins and outs of, let's say, knife skills or different types of peppers. So I film Susan and she shows me all these things and then I ask those questions that people would naturally ask, like, why do you cut it that way? And oftentimes she'll look at me and say, are you an idiot? And then I have to turn the camera to myself and go, she's so mean. And then I go back to our cooking lesson. But people seem to be very excited about Susan maligning me. So it's a work. Oh, that's so sweet. But it's all said in love, of course. Well, I guess. I it, hope so. It really is. And, and see, We're still together. So we're still together. Bad. And see, you're asking questions that people like me would want to know. Well, why is that knife, the boning knife, is paired to a cleaver? You know. Yeah. Exactly. That's me. Why do you put your hand that way? And why, you know, what's the difference between this pepper and that? Things like that. Yeah, she would probably put me out the kitchen. I'd have so many questions. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> You'd be on the other side of the glass with your hands like shading you trying to look in. <laughs> exactly. Well, anyway, Liz, the film again is Susan Finninger Forked. And it sounds like it's going to have a great run uh, on the film festival circuit. And who knows? I mean, we might put an end to that because it gets picked up for our streaming uh, network there. So we'll see. We will see. Okay. okay. Just in case your audience isn't sure that there is comedy in this, I call it a culinary disaster. A culinary disaster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Because we're, a lot of laughs. We love it because we're so used to seeing um, her, you know, when she was competing on the competing shows, and it's so serious, and you can't sweat, and you can't put the wrong salt in. So this is yeah. good to know that this is yeah. the yeah. culinary. Dis- okay, we got it. But, <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, congratulations to both of you on the filming and the completion of the film. And so next time I'm in Palm Springs, I'm not that far away. I'm here in Vegas. I will definitely go to Alice B and sit down and have some munchies there. That'll be great. Susan will probably be there. Okay. She's still there five nights a week. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I get to meet her in person. That'll be even better. Right? Yeah. So, Liz, thank you so much, and uh, we will see you you next film or next book project for sure. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. Take care then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another edition of Film Festival Radio with your host, Janice Malone. Be sure to download this and other episodes at filmfestivalradio.com.